very exciting. Ravoisai, Misulsi Sharum. It's unbelievable. Mamish, unbelievable, out of this world. Here we go. Vehine, ain lecha mferk ches. Yeah, we're about halfway into the parak. Vehine, ain lecha adam. Beeze matzav sheyimotzi. So we're currently uh, discussing not the true, deep reason why a person should be bezrizus, which is the truth of understanding the world as it really is. That mitzvah is the most important thing we could do, and the great value of mitzvahs and the tremendous obligation we have to do them to our own fundamental existence, to our Creator, all the, that was all in the beginning of the parak. He said, but in addition to that, we're currently working on the with that which can help us to add more power to our arousal, right? And that is we're working on the recognition of how much we owe to Hashem for for everything He does to us, right? And we spoke out last time that the recognition of how much we owe Hashem for what, for everything He does for us will only help us in one of the two areas of... There's two fundamental modes that are going to help in Zahirus, and those two fundamental modes really help in everything. As you recall, in Der Hashem, the two Emtsoyim Chazakim, that one can strengthen inside of himself to help himself in every mitzvah, are what, Yosef? Spiritual something. Ahava and Yira. Okay. Remember? That's what you're talking about. Ahava yes. and Yira. Can I get the Neshama? Can I get the Guf? Yes, yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. Josh Ford wrote that. I don't know. Josh, you can speak up if you'd like. You can take yourself off of... Uh, <laughs> not not Josh Levin. Josh Ford. You have two Joshes on the computer over there. Josh Ford, you can take yourself off of mute and speak up. Instead of writing cute text messages with smiley faces. Okay. Okay. So very good. So over here, right? So we said in the, that in the uh, when it'll become clear, when it'll be tr- when it'll be c- uh, confirmed with a person, he'll truly, deeply understand that the uh, godel erecha mitzvahs, the tremendous value of the mitzvahs, that's what's going to arouse me to run. I want to do it because I'm so excited. This is the most valuable thing in the world, right? That's ahava, right? And the rov chovoso bohem. How deeply I'm obligated by them that I can't possibly move away. That's Yira. Good. And so that's what we spoke about before. Now we're. Uh, now that's in a very general sense, of course, right? But uh, everything subdivides, etc. But generally, there's the excitement for the thing itself and the obligation to do it. Now we've been talking about the appreciation of all the good things that Hashem does for us and we spoke about back then that that was uh, that that was the rov hatovos all the many good things Hashem does for us and the niflos and the periodic really great wondrous things that Hashem does for us right and that those two things will do what it's going to increase the tremendous obligation that I have towards him. Right? I, I owe him. How can I not do it? How can I not do it? I mean, the question is, how can I not do it? Not, ooh, I'm so excited to do it. But, but I owe him. I have to do it. I have to. Right? There is, there is the wanting to do the thing, and there's a feeling like I really have to do the thing. And we spoke out last time that the difference is, because if I value the thing itself tremendously, I want to do the thing itself. If I feel like I really have to do it for the one who's asking it, I'm not excited about the thing itself. Just I feel like I really must do it, you know, because of how much I owe him, right? So that was the example we spoke out last time. If you really, really, really owe me, I saved your life. I say, stand on one foot and quack like a duck. You'll do it, but you're not going to be excited about quacking like a duck, right? you but maybe you'll kind of be eager to, to, to do that for me because I saved your life. I there's a difference between feeling obligated 
because someone does so many things for you versus feeling obligated because one inherently feels like that they just have to do it. This is something that's part and parcel with the life that I live. Uh, what's that second one? Because part it's part and part. Yeah, what does that mean? Meaning so social constraints, like meaning that, that people are gonna, like, people are gonna make fun of you if you don't do it. No, it's, uh, people won't be your friends. It's. I mean, it's an obligation. It's part of the obligation. It's part of the obligation to whom? Obligation is always to someone, right? Right, but I feel like that it's easy to say that one has these obligations. Maybe, maybe more so focusing on if you do X, Y, and Z, then there's going to be consequences associated with not doing them. So is it really for that? There's going to be negative consequences associated with not doing it. Right. Okay. So is it really for the individual at that time? Really? Say. Yeah. No, I, I didn't hear what you said. Is it for the individual? Then, if it's for, if it's all about the consequences. Uh, so negative consequences in this world, or or, or the next world, I guess. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, so um, I think we're going to touch on it. Let's let, let, let's continue. I think I think we're we're going to touch on that. Um, but so right now, again, we we just kind of took a step back, making a recap, right? So we're we're saying that when a person recognizes the tremendous good that Hashem has done for him, so he's going to feel much more obligated to do it. Now, I want to ask you a question. Why? He doesn't say why Why you'll feel more obligated. Josh Levin, you can answer this question if you'd like. Uh, why would recognizing all the good Hashem has done for me, the constant small good things, meaning such as giving me food, giving me health, all, all those types of things, and the, the Niflos Gdolos, the periodic tremendous wonders that Hashem does for me, right? Uh, th- those things, why would they make me feel like I really have to do the mitzvahs. Guilt. I, I feel like, yeah, a sense of obligation, you know? Um, yes, yeah, yeah, not, not guilt, exactly, but like... Uh, uh, Justice? Owing, you know? Justice? Justice, yeah, yeah. What? Why, why justice? Justice is it's just it's the right thing to do. It's like let's say someone gave you a bunch of money to do a project, right? And then now you could really you could just walk away. You could just you know the way the contract was written, there's a loophole, right? You could just walk away. You could just walk away with this money, right? But you know per- perfectly well that when the two of you were speaking, that this was the expectation, right? That makes so you feel like a like a low life, like a low life if 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 you if you do that. That was for you. <laughs> okay. So that I can relate to. I can relate to it's the right thing to do too. Okay. Yeah. Good. So now, okay. So, so let's continue with that, with that, with that uh, thread, right? Vehine. Now we're going to go into a certain aspect of a detail of this. Ein lecha adam beize matzav sheyimotzei. There's no person in any situation. Let me want to say, listen. Okay, the, the guy who has a lot of really good things happening for himself. The guy who has these, you know, the lucky man, he's always got great things going on. Him, yeah, but, but me? Well, what, what do I have to be grateful for, right? Um, so so he's, no, there's no person in any situation that this is not applicable to, which is interesting. So how so? Im ani v'imashir, whether he be poor or rich. Im bari v'imkole, whether he be healthy or sick. Like these are the two things that we've been speaking about, right? The, either wonders, really, you know, unusual things that happen, or tovos, regular, you know, tovos uh, ravos, many good things happening in his situation. Now, before he goes into, well, okay, let's just continue. So, what, what are they? Key. The rich man and the healthy man, so certainly he, that's pretty straightforward, he's rich, so he owes Hashem for his wealth, he's healthy, he owes Hashem for his health. The Oni, the poor man, now this is going to be obviously a little bit more complicated, because the poor man, he's poor, so you think, you're like, wait, why should, why does he owe? Right? But the poor man, even in his poverty, Hashem still 
provides him with the parnasa, Derek Nase. Through a wondrous thing, the guy, they, he, somehow he keeps making it. He, he, he finds it. He finds a loaf of bread over here. Someone sends him a birthday gift over there. His uncle, twice removed, passed away just at the time that he was going to get evicted, and he got a, you know, a, a, a small inheritance. Uh, you know, kept him, kept him uh, in his apartment. Right? It's just this one thing after another. Upella. Through Derech Neisupela, through miraculous things and, and very uh, surprising, very unusual things. Ve'eno, so he's like living on miracles. He's living on air. Well, all anim who are alive somehow are paying their bills, right? Well, let, he was. Let me just finish the thing, and then you. you um, uh, and Hashem doesn't leave him to die in hunger. Sorry? That's true, but he said there's no man who is alive who doesn't have what to be grateful to Hashem for. And if the man is no longer alive, then that, then, then that changes. Then there's no longer that claim on him. <laughs> what led up to that point? <laughs> they starve to death. <laughs> okay. So they while they're starving to death, they're not going to think like, "Oh, thank you, Hashem, for allowing me to starve." But to death. again, but up until now, yeah, Hashem had been keeping him alive. He dies. You're saying it's a technicality; he can no longer be alive. Thank God, I recognize Say again. Someone's dead. Now he's in the truth. He's in the world of truth. He can see the mitzvahs are innately valuable. The avodas Hashem is innately valuable. He doesn't need this extra chizuk of uh, to be misgaber and to himself in his reasons, right? Yeah. Who is to be found? So if not to be found, then, then this, will be, this will not he will not be included in the category. Okay, does that make sense? Does this mean that there's more open hashgacha pratis by an ani than by a rich person? Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, the the rich person he's making business deals, he's making money, etc. Now he sees the siyata deshmay in that, right? But he's not like constantly being saved from you know eviction or or hunger or whatever. Like so, so you know the ani really an ani should just not be making it. And somehow he hobbles along. Why he says the test for a rich person is not to forget Hashem, and the test for an ani is to not steal. That was back in the Perik Zion, right? Or was yeah. That? yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? How are they still alive? And Ani is a person who doesn't have a, 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 an income coming in. That, that right? That's an Ani. If a person is just a um, not well-to-do, like a middle, like a middle-class citizen, right? He just, he just, or he works. He gets enough money to pay for his apartment and his food. That's not an Ani. Those people, it's obvious why they owe to Hashem. Because they have, they have, we're saying that the Ani who, who, who has nothing, he's an impoverished person, he's sleeping on park benches, but yet somehow he's still managing to, to stay afloat. He's what to be grateful for. Because otherwise, again, he's got no income, and yet he's still being sustained. He's not supposed to. So he should be more grateful. He should be grateful for that, not more grateful than the rich man, but in a different way. I mean, for the for the non derecha teva 
parnasa that he's receiving. I think that kind of answers my question. Then he's, he's not supposed to think about why do I have to have this type of life, basically. Right. He 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 needs to be he needs to be thinking. Wow. The, through this, I am I'm kept alive by the kindness of Hashem. Okay. So let me just read another. One sentence, and then, and, then, and then I want to discuss this, okay? Because it's important to understand these, these two. It sounds like a little bit of, of, of a, of a cap-out, of like a, being overly from. But I, so I, I, think, I think we will, we will hear... Uh, okay, <laughs> good. How, uh, now, he continues. So similar to the poor man is the, is the sick man. Hachole al shemachaziko bekovid cholov that Hashem strengthens him through the intensity of his sickness. I mean, even though his sickness is very, very powerful, and he should be dead by now, but Hashem keeps giving him this extra little bit of strength. What? Umakoso, yeah, umakosov, and through his um, strickenness. And he does not leave him to descend to the grave. And so to all such things, There's no person who does not recognize himself as owing to his creator. Okay, so uh, let's just speak out some of the questions we have. One question that we have is, if the Ramchal wanted to say, listen, everybody owes Hashem, everyone who eats, everyone who breathes, everyone who, whose heart beats, owes to Hashem. Right? It's simple. Right? And then now, but a rich man owes more, because he, he gets more stuff. Not only does he does he have, you know, his 500 calories a day that are necessary to keep the soul attached to the body, but he's got 3,000 calories with delicious meat and chicken and all sorts of other wonderful things, right? But that's not how he says it. He says, he says it from a perspective of that no, the rich man has one thing to be grateful for, and the poor man has a different thing to be grateful for. Right? Why is that? Why is it not just? It seems to us maybe that it's just it's a little bit artificial that the poor man has this extra thing to be grateful for called being kept alive, even though he's poor, and the sick man has this extra thing to be grateful for. And it's important like if someone is sick, right? So one thing you can listen. Please, it could be worse. You know, <laughs> sick with uh, you're sick with this, this, and this. But it could be worse. I could be sick with more things. I could just be dead altogether. That's one option. The option is to say, "Wow, in spite of this sickness, which is which should have killed me already ten times over, I'm still alive." That's an extra, greater level of miracle that I'm having than somebody else. Because a healthy man, he's not being kept alive in spite of uh, a cancer. Let's try to spread. He doesn't have a cancer in his body. Right? But this person with the cancer, and nonetheless, he's still here today again. Another day I woke up. Unbelievable. Okay? So what's what's the point over here? What are these two separate things that we have to be grateful to Hashem for? So I think what he's alluding to is what's called... Um, there's, there's two basic relations. There's a Bukhina of Ha'ares Ponim, and there's a Bukhina of Ahuraim. Ahuraim, the back. May Hashem can have two types of relationships with us. He can have a relationship where He faces us, where He is giving to us in a, in a generous, open uh, way, where we, where we are deserving to, where we have the necessary vessels where, where to, to receive the goodness of Hashem. And sometimes a person doesn't have that. For whatever reason, he's, his mazel or his uh, you know, uh, certain deeds he did, whatever, whatever it will be, we'll, 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 yeah, in Derek Hashem and Chalik Beis, we'll discuss all the 
hashgacha that determines who gets what and why. But whatever may be the reason. So, for example, the Ani, he's a person who does not get parnasa. He's not, no parnasa for him. Right? So, he is alive through like a cheat system that Hashem is making. Meaning the straight way doesn't work. Like, you know, every person has a pipe coming down from heaven, down to him, right? Sending Parnosa to that person. Right? And that's, and that's the term in Rosh Hashanah. You get your Parnosa, he gets his Parnosa, right? And then some people get more, some people get less, but people get. The Ani... That seal or that pipe is broken. It's shattered. There's no pipe. What? That is it, what, uh, it, it, the pipe would be bringing down enough for him to live on. What? This question is not sitting well with me. I'm a particular pleasure My conception of is that Hashem has decreed what's going to come down to you this year through the natural default line is a little bit. No, again, you, I, I want to explain. The Ani is not living off of his own Parnasa. He's living off of other people's Parnasa. Right? When someone else drops their wallet, right, without any identifying marks in it, and, it, and, and there's $300 in there, and the Ani finds it, or when someone else, you know, has mercy on him and gives him money, or or when, uh, you know, whatever it is, the government does, whatever may be the thing, that all those are not his parnosa. It's not his parnosa. It's, it's coming from somebody else's parnosa. If he has his own parnosa, he's not an Ani. An Ani is a person who does not receive a parnosa. And he's getting from other people's parnosa. And we spoke about this before by the Yona telling Noah that, that she prefers to eat the bitter olive leaf than to eat his delicious food, if you recall. Not, uh, I, maybe, maybe there was a podcast about it? I don't know. Okay, yeah, there was. I gave a drush a number of times, yeah. But. Okay, so, so the point is that the Ani's pipe is broken. There's no pipe. So that's an unbelievable thing. He's still kept alive, even though there's no pipe. Even though he's not receiving Parnasa, Hashem, what's it called? Um, um, what? Circumvents. And, and, and sends it to him around the back. It's like a, it's like a, you know, like a money laundering scheme, right? Like, he's like, a, you know, he's not supposed to be getting. But Hashem sends money to the rich man, so that the rich, and then gets the rich man to drop his wallet, right? So that this guy will find it. That's how he's going to be alive. It, it, like the old, uh, uh, you know, story, right, about the, uh, the Ben Melech, the son of the king, who he, he was very poorly behaved, so the king was forced to throw him out of the palace, right? But the king didn't want. So that's it. He's no officially. He's not the king, the prince anymore. He doesn't get an income. He doesn't get to live in the palace. He can't eat from the palace food, right? But the king, he doesn't want him to die, right? So he sends his secret agents, right, to like be like watching out for him and. You know, he's walking through a dark alley and some, like, criminal is about to kill him for his coat and, like, all of a sudden, like, someone knocks him over the head and he passes out, right? And then he's starving, hungry, and then, like, all of a sudden he just finds this, like, hot plate of food, like, left outside of, you know, like, in the middle of the street. And, like, nobody... So, so the point is the king is keeping him alive artificially, right? It, it, like, through back... Entrance ways through roundabout ways. That's the word I was looking for. Through roundabout ways, right? That's a certain greater level of revelation of love and care than gets a regular prince who's in the palace. Because a regular prince who's in the palace, of course, he's getting food. He's the prince. He's in the palace. Of course, he's going to get food and he's going to get shelter. But this guy, the fact that he's 
Not the prince. He's not getting food or shelter. And yet somehow he's still being kept alive. That's that's a certain greater level of revel- revelation of the relationship. So the schluser of Usha. I'm sorry? Is it a schus or a busha? I don't understand what, what either one of those two has to do with what we're talking about. I'm not talking about some... We're talking about my that he has to be makir tov. It's not a schus, it's a chov. You mean a chov or a busha? It's a busha, it's definitely a busha. No question about it. To be an ani is extremely embarrassing. But it's also... But have this level of direct interaction with Hashem attending to your every need, it almost seems like it's a schus. It's not a schus. Um, but but it's something where one where one can where one can uh, still find gratitude to Hashem. Uh, Josh, I don't know something's wrong with your microphone, so maybe you should, maybe you should go back to writing those little cute messages. Just make sure to include a smiley face. Um, okay, so so the so so the point is yes, the Oni, like we like like Yosef said in the very beginning. Wow, it sounds like the Oni actually has a little bit more of a miraculous type of an existence than the usher. I mean, he sees all these interesting coincidences and everything keeping him alive. Like, he, uh, he's he's literally going from one siyat to another. And, uh, you know, people that live uh, through in, in such very difficult situations, you talk to them and, and they tell you it's mama's true. They, they, they see it all the time. That's what they should be grateful to Hashem and careful. Salas is like, no, it's not so bad. They should be grateful, they should be grateful to Hashem for it. And that will be an extra chizuk to them in their zrizus. In, in doing have anything in the first place. Yeah, they should have died a long time ago. Right? And the same thing with health. Why is, why, why, why is that something for that person to celebrate, though? What? Why is that something, like, I could, well, I guess I, I could be dead. But I'm not. And, and I'm going to suffer instead. But watch how... Again, we're not saying that he should be happy being being poor versus being rich. right? But we're saying, being that he is poor, he should be grateful that Hashem keeps doing all these tachbulos and all these roundabout ways to keep him alive. Which is like a greater level of exertion, so to speak, than, than for the rich man. I, I do understand that part. I do understand that part. The okay. O- the overall life situation, though. Not, n- n- not, not uh, much more challenging. Yes, clearly much more challenging. But that's supposed but to lead to Jesus. No. That's right. How? Because even though I'm an Oni, Hashem is still keeping me alive. That, so that's where the that's where I feel like this reason part is very difficult in that situation. Okay, granted, yes, okay, Hashem is giving is doing that for me, but I still have this. I still have the my entire life is still this. Two different two different relationships that a person can have. Again, the prince with the king. Prince who's living with the king in the palace is tremendously grateful to the king for all the delicious food and 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 linen clo- and linen. Uh, Sheets that he has and uh, and all the really comfy things. The prince who is not in the palace, and nonetheless the king is through roundabout ways keeping him alive. It's a different type of appreciation. It's a different type of gratefulness. I could have died already many times. He saved me so many times. The prince in the palace doesn't see that. He doesn't see that he's been saved so many times. Okay. So the prince in the palace sees the good. The exiled prince outside the palace, he sees the salvation from the bad. And then the same thing with health. The healthy person should be grateful you're healthy. Right? But the, the, the sick person realizes, wow, my body, for whatever reasons, that's a separate question of Amuna, right? That, without saying... Clearly, this will require a muna that 
whatever situation I'm in, this is the situation I'm supposed to be in. Right? But once a person accepts that situation, I think this is the point, I think this is the key to answering your question. Right? Once a person has a moon and he accepts the situation, this is the situation where I belong. Then he says, I should have died already 20 times. And Hashem through kindness continues either being mefarnish me, sustaining me, giving me parnosa, giving me uh, life, livelihood, or keeps on giving me more health to live, even though this body is a piece of junk. Right? The thing, should, the thing is trying to fall apart on me. Right? Every day. So that's the difference in Ponim and Achorayim. A relationship of face-to-face is a, is a relationship where Hashem is close with you. And it's like the prince in the, pa- in, in, in the palace, right? So then it's all the good. The Achorayim is that the king sent you away. He can't look at you for whatever reason. But he throws it over his back. He swings it around. He does all these workarounds to get you the things you need still. Right? Now, of course, it's not going to be baravchus. It's not going to be in the generous, broad-handed, luxurious way that it is when he's giving it to you straight. Right? There's only so much you can do, you know, through the dark alley. Right? But nonetheless, it's a different type. It's a, once a person accepts that this is his situation... Then the the hakaras for being kept alive, for being kept uh, uh, sustained, is a is is a different type of appreciation. How does that sit with you? Can I get everyone to answer that question? How does that sit with you? We'll start with Josh. The one that just spoke. Um, it's it's well. Yeah, it uh, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Next. You could be honest. Noah is Noah is checking his gut. Look at look. He's got his eyes closed. He's. You can clearly tell the focus is on the gut. Josh Ford. Okay, Yosef? The acceptance is key. The acceptance is key. Good. Very important, yes. 100%. Yeah, 100%. 100%. person is, uh, bears a grudge against Hashem for being poor or for being sick, then then this whole Hakar Sato business is a non-starter. Yeah, good. Okay. No, I'll speak now forever. Hold your peace. What? Okay. Right. That's why he's so grateful. We're talking about he's wakes up every morning. He says, "I'm so grateful to my father for everything he does for me. I want to serve him with Jesus." Yeah. The only is for being saved from starvation, from dying. But, but the tova is being saved from ra, from destruction. Whereas the the prince in the palace is appreciation, appreciating the good. The versus the poor man or the sick man for appreciation for being saved from bad. Yes, two different types of debts of gratitude. That's the point that I tro- that I want you guys to get. Okay. We don't feel inspired, and you try to use a intermediary to help crush. Yeah. To arouse, to arouse our Jesus, right? Both types of kindnesses that Hashem is doing to us, for which we feel indebted. Yeah. One satisfaction is the one satisfaction is the And the truth is, we all have a certain mixture of both in our lives. Exactly. Okay, very good. Next, now, he's going to still do another sentence of this, 
and then we're going to go into stage three. Okay, so far we've gone through stage one, which was the recognition of the true value of mitzvahs. That was in the very beginning of the parak. The true value of mitzvahs, the true level of obligation that if the Creator of all has instructed me to do it, I have to do it. Yeah. Then we went into stage two, which which is appreciating the good that Hashem has done for us and like we said that justice so to speak demands from me that I that, that, that I try as much as I can to pay it back or to do something towards my benefactor that's what the one that we're working on right now we're about to finish that and then we're going to start stage 3 of working on, on, on Jesus okay so let's finish up and in his looking um But looking at all these good things, Shahu Mimeno that we receive from Hashem, certainly a person will be aroused to um, serve Hashem. Like I've written earlier. Okay. Now Vukol Shekain and how much more so now this is next stage over here the kosher king in his name if a person will contemplate heyos kol tuvo tolui biyado isbora now we are entering stage 3 which is realizing that whatever good i have is not a guarantee and whatever good i'd like to get lies in my Avodah Hashem. So now we're entering into Olam Hazeh. We're entering into desire to have good things in this world and avoid bad things in this world. The trifecta is going to be one, world of truth. I don't care about anything. It is true that mitzvahs are the ultimate good and therefore they should be done and it's true that I have an absolute obligation to Hashem because His will is absolute His will must be carried out that was stage one stage two was I would be a scoundrel if I wouldn't do His will for all the good things He's done for me I'd be a scoundrel it would be unethical of me to not do His will Stage three is, if I don't do His will, I may lose some of the good things in my life. And if I do His will, I will gain more good things in my life. Lowest level. Give me a fist over here. Oh, okay, he's going to say, hold off. The last paragraph, you can say it explicitly. You can say, you see here that I've outlined in this parak the three stages that I spoke about back in Parak Dal. I don't know how that I think. I, I, just, I, I think we spoke about this a week ago, right? Nope. I have not said this. What, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, back when we learned Parak Dal, you mean? No, no, no. No. Oh, that's true. He did say in the beginning that it's the same element, but he didn't speak out the trifecto. So the trifecto that he sp- speaks out in the fourth parak, there's going to be there's three fundamental reasons why a person is zahir, is careful, uh, right? In, zri- in the heroes, those three we're seeing over here in zrizus. So we'll we'll, we'll 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 map them out exactly soon. Okay, so let's let's uh, let's continue over here. So now we're working on the last one, which is a person's own benefit, nolamazet. Yeah, very very simple. No, um, simple man wants to have good things for himself and not bad things for himself. And to a certain extent, most people have some aspect of that. Right? To want good things in this world? Yes. Most people. I think so. 
uh, from all people. Right, but you're like, you say most people that they tie back to to to, to Hashem. So they will, So now there's going to be a reason to to serve Hashem, but Jesus is because of that desire. This is the third and lowest reason. Oh, so we're going to see. So if, since all my goodness depends on Hashem, therefore I will do mitzvahs with Jesus. Well, when you were thinking about punishment, you were talking about receiving good. Because it's the punishment that was back in Zahirus. Back in Zahirus, we spoke about if you mess up, you could get, you could get a patch. Right? Now we're going to be talking about that if you do good, you're going to get more good. And if you don't do good, you're going to lose some of the good you've been getting. So let's see. So, kol shekain, im yizbonin, heyos, kol tuvo tolui b'yadu yizborach. All the goodness that a person has is dependent on Hashem. Uma shemitztarech lo, and that which a person needs. Uma shemukrach alav, and that which a person is obligated to have. Mimeno yizborachu, it's all from Hashem. V'lo me'acher, not from anyone else. So then certainly a person will not be lazy from serving Hashem's servitude. And then he will end up not being lacking in those things that he needs. Now, I want to speak out over here a few things. He said, once a person recognizes that all the goodness that you have depends on Hashem. And all the things you need, that's point number two, and all the things that are necessary for you. Three. What are these three things? Isn't it all kind of the same thing? All the goodness, all that you need. And all that is necessary for you. What? What? All that's good, all that's necessary. And all that you need. So it relates to the other three? So the two, three are the same. Okay, so first of all, I, I want to so break it down that all the good, that would be like corresponding to the rich man and the healthy man. Remember we had the rich and the healthy scenario, and then we had the poor and the sickly scenario, mm-hmm. right? So the rich and the healthy, you got all these wonderful good things happening, yeah? So you know, all of those are dependent on Hashem. You want more of those things and not to lose them, right? Okay, so you should re- realize the source that, that it comes from. Right? Parnosa, healthy wife, healthy children. Right? Parents, maybe whatever the good things a person has in his life. Okay, now, Masha Mitztarech Lo Tzorech. Mitztarech is a language. What kind of a being is Mitztarech with a tet in the in the, uh, the the tet following the tzadi? No, what? Reflexive. Very good. Mitztarech, that which is internally needed, right? As opposed to Mukrach is externally necessary. The need versus need. I need to breathe. Right, I I'm obligated or I must have is external. Something's imposed on me. So that would be the difference in a chola and an ani. The chola he needs to have certain aspects of health to be able to live, and the ani is must pay rent. He must make rent right in order to not be evicted. So here, the, so here are again. So we were saying whether a person be rich, and he reckon or, or healthy, and he recognizes all the goodness that he has that comes from Hashem, or whether he be sickly, and he realizes that he needs to, that he needs Hashem to be able to live, or he be poor and realizes he's he has. Uh, An obligation to, 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 to make that monthly payment, to make whatever it is. To, to, so, he, so he, the thing that the that which he 
is obligated in. He's obligated in. Uh, he's obligated to have a little bit of money. He he needs to he needs to have a little bit of money. But it's different need than the need to breathe. The need to breathe is internal, is, is innate. The need to have money is external because otherwise no one's going to give him any food. Yeah. So all these things, once a person realizes them, then certainly the person will not be negligent in his zrizus. And now, so he says, here we go, drum roll, right? The Ramchal says, what Noach was mechaven, v'hinecha, behold you, roe shekalalti po, I've included here, in this chapter, bidvara, in my, in my words, shloshes madregas asher chilaktim bezihirus, the three levels that I that I that I that I included back in Perak Dalit in 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 the heroes, Kikvar in Yanam Echad because really uh, all of uh, the, the Zrizus and the heroes are really one matter. Vadaver Lamed Minyano and the one can be learned from the other. Now he's going to go through back what he spoke about back there and obviously here and we'll and we'll line them up, right? The people who have a perfected mind, who are not caught up in silly things, right? Per- people who are like the Ramchal himself, let's say, right? So for them, the arousal to divine service will be mitzad hachova. From the from the true obligation of the thing, it's the will of the Creator. That's why you have to do it. It's the will of the existence itself. That that's why that's what you have to do. Umitzad erech hamaisim, and from the from the tremendous value of the actions themselves. Vachashivusam and the tremendous importance. You're doing the most important thing that any creature can ever do to carry out the will of Hashem. That's what the Shalomir does. That's stage number one. That's what we said in the beginning. That's Yisamets. When it will become confirmed and true by a person. That uh, you know, the value, the tremendous value of the mitzvahs and the tremendous obligation he has to his creator. That's step number one. Next was, in, uh, in Perak Dalad, he spoke of the Pusim Mayhem. Those that are lower than them. Mitzada Olam That's from the perspective of Olam that the person... Says, listen, I don't want to be uh, considered a uh, a scoundrel. I don't want to be like a like a not a good person. It doesn't mean just in this world. I don't want to be a bad person. I don't want to be a scoundrel. I, I don't want to be not such a great person. Shalotasigehu busha, so the person should not be embarrassed. Liyom hagmul on the day of payback. But also, in seeing the good that he could have gotten and he lost, right? So the point is, a person, to certain extent, when we say judgment, we say it's not fair, it's not right, it's, it's not just. If he did all this good for me, I'm not going to do it. The point is, I don't want to be a bad, bad person. Why don't you want to be a bad person? Because the point is, I'm going to be embarrassed. I, I, want to be a, I want to be a good person, not a bad person. So it's from the perspective of me. It's not from the perspective, the Shalmi Adas, I'm not in the picture. It's not about me. It's about that this is a true action. Forget about me. This is the greatest thing that could be done. That's why I'm doing it. But the lower than them, talking about myself, I don't want to be an unfaithful person. Or I don't want to be uh, an ungrateful person. I, I want to express gratitude. I, I want to try to pay back. I want to try to be a good. That all falls into what we said back there, Perk Dalit, into the people who are concerned with their place in all of If you truly, truly understand what that means, it's not, not a guy who's thinking, oh, I want to have like the bigger palace in all of versus a smaller palace. All of means, who am I going to be for, for eternity? Am I going to be a good person or a bad person? Am I going to be uh, a tzaddik? Am I going to be a great person? Am I going to be a low life? That itself is not the shleim yadas. It's not the highest level. That's already one, low, one level lower. And finally, Ula... Hamon for the for the masses for the multitude of people for the regular folk. Mitzada olamaze from the perspective of this world, v'tzarkav and and his needs. Kainin shepirashti sham lamala like I explained earlier over there 
that regular people, they want to avoid pain and have some good things happen to them in this world. And that itself is a motivator for them. So to over here, he spoke out those same three. Truth, truth, reward and punishment, right, truth, reward and punishment in Olam and reward and punishment in Olam Azeh. Yes. Hmm? I'm sorry? Only if you have to. Is, is this kind of trifurcation in all of us? Is, is, a, part, is a part of us like, this is, I, I don't care about the start of all of us, I just want to do the right thing. Yeah, like, ah, it would be nice to, to be amongst those who bask in the radiance of the Shekhinah for all eternity, with, sitting with crowns on my head. Yeah. The, the parts of us just say, I really don't want my life to be miserable. Can I ask you a question? Well, how did I say short? That's what I said back when we learned to pack down in the There are three parts of our, 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 own, our own psyche. Yeah. But he did. But wait, but fair enough. But he didn't say that. He says that there are people who there. He divided all people into three categories. He didn't say this like individually. And 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 back then I said that that everyone has you know a primary part, you know the, the, the certain primary fund more, more fundamental aspect and then more. Um, kind of secondary aspects, but that most people have a mixture of the three. What? You need to. Okay. Whichever one you th- you feel you need the, whichever one you feel will be the most effective. Work on the one. Where are you going? No, I'm just going to check it out. If I, re- if I rebel against Hashem, if I don't do the right thing. Say again? If I rebel against Hashem, I don't do If you rebel against Hashem, we're not talking about re- rebels. We're talking about people who need chizik in Zrizus. If I don't take that obligation seriously, and thereby I'm slacking in my Lord Hashem, yeah. bad things might happen to my Hashem, bad things might happen to my health, my parnosa, my family, etc. That bad things happening, that's back in Zahirus. Here we're talking about the not getting the good things, if you're, if you're a rich or healthy man, not having those good things happen to you, or a person who is poor or sick, not having some of those um, salvations happening to you, some of those, right, some of those uh, round-the-back uh, tosses, some of those uh, secret packages, you know, some of those secret uh, gift packages coming. Those, those might stop. Okay. Ad Khan Perik Ches. Big shkoyah to everyone.